What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Future Cast. Tonight, I'm live from Athens, Georgia. Just got done with the Clemson Pro Day. Made it the hour and 20-minute trek from Clemson, South Carolina, to Athens, Georgia. Of course, Athens is the home of the back-to-back national champion Georgia Bulldogs. You can see by the beautiful red chair that I got here at this beautiful Hilton Garden Inn in Athens, Georgia, that I will be at the Georgia Pro Day tomorrow. Today we were at the uh, Clemson Pro Day, so you can see the old, the good little lanyard that they give you, the cool little Clemson football tag on it. Shout out to Clemson. They had a little better viewing experience than that of South Carolina. I did have some popcorn. I don't know if this is a cardinal rule or not, not cardinal sin to have popcorn before a podcast, but uh, always stay tuned. Always get your popcorn ready. Today we'll be going through the Clemson Pro Day. Talking about some of the prospects that I enjoyed. Some that popped out and some that just plain out sucked. Because there was a couple weird prospects today. As I chomp on my popcorn, throw off to the side. For those on the podcast wondering what the fuck I'm doing. At this pro day, the, the big takeaway was Trenton Simpson. Trenton Simpson was followed around by this Denver Broncos scout for about an hour and a half conversations, technique, workout, jumping, running, everything it was this Denver Broncos scout wanted Trenton Simpson to do Trenton Simpson's numbers on the day. Trenton Simpson came in with the goal of doing a three cone and a shuttle. The entire process for those of you who don't, don't go to a pro day is for prospects to go through an abundance of testing. So they start out in the morning uh, with height, weight, reach, uh, arm length in the weight room. Normally they go right to bench because they're in the weight room already. So for this Clemson Pro Day, however, they just came out and went straight to vertical and straight to broad jump. So that's the first job. Number two is bench. Number three is 40-yard dash. Trenton Simpson did not do vertical. He did not do broad. He did not do bench. He did not do 40. So he was sitting there. He was warming up on the field the entire time. Him and like Hunter Johnson and another player were just off to the side, kind of just stretching, warming up, getting ready for the fourth event, short shuttle and three cone. Now, as we get there, he runs the short shuttle, 4-2-2. I timed at 4-2-1. So I had a pretty good view today where yesterday some of my numbers were a little further off. Today they weren't as much because my view was – we're in a crow's nest, so it was a much better view uh, in the all-22 type of spot. 4-2-2, I got him 4-2-1. That was his official number at the pro day for the shuttle. Not bad for a, a middle 235-pound backer. Obviously, he had a 4 4 at the combine last week. His three-cone was a 6-8-9. The first time he went through it, I think he was in that number, and then he got critiqued by this Denver coach, and he ran it again, and I had him at like a 7-1-7 or something like this. It was a bad number. And so they critiqued him, and they critiqued him, and they critiqued him. He ran, he ran again, and he didn't really improve. It was the same 6-8-9 number that he stayed with. But the thing was is this Bronco guy would not leave him alone. He was just following him around and telling him, hey, man, we need to go do this, we need to do that. So when I tie this back to is that broad jump and vertical were the first things on the docket this morning at 9.30, and Trenton did not do them because he did not want to do them, or his agent told him not to, whatever. So he goes over there after the workout's pretty much complete, and it halted everything. 
because after the testing, like I said, vertical broad, bench, 40, shuttle three cone, then positional drills. There was a lull between the short, the shuttle and the three cone <clears throat> before we went into positional drills because this coach wanted Trenton Simpson to jump. So they go over to the broad jump, and I shit you not, it was only Trenton Simpson and this Broncos guy, and like a Bills guy was following along or something. I can't remember who it was specifically. Um, Ravens. It was a Raven scout that was with this Broncos guy. And they made him jump and do the broad jump. It was like one, two, three, four. And he like couldn't hit 10 feet. You could see because I can see like a yard is three feet. And he was not, he was hitting right past the, the, the three yard marker. So that would have been like nine and some change. You could see he wasn't getting like a 10 or 11 foot jump. Five jumps. They gave him five jumps. Normally you get two for all these events. You get two attempts for every event. He had five jumps. The number eventually comes out that it was nine foot ten, so it was indeed that he didn't hit the ten foot marker. They go from there to vertical. Vertical, they line up. It's not the Ravens guy this time. It's the Broncos guy, the same Broncos guy with the Jets guy. Scouts. They line up the vertical. You know what the vertical looks like. You put your arm up. You reach as high as you can reach. They set it up. You jump and you tap. For those that have ever done the vertical, I don't know if you can see my hands at the top, they teach you to go up and not to swipe. Because if you swipe, you're going to get a bad reading, and you're going to get a less ideal number for yourself. If you jump up to 40 inches, but you swipe, you might hit 37 and come down and knock half the thing over. So they tell you to reach as far as you can, and then just move your fingers like this, like this. So he goes the first time up, and they didn't give him any, any leeway. They just left the entire board open. Uh, of, of the of the I don't know what the, flip, the things are called, but they didn't give him any lee. So he jumps, full arm, bang, just like that, bang. Elbow is hitting on the markers on the vertical jumper, knocks the vertical jumper over, hits the ground, bends the shit out of it, stops action. Strength coach goes and gets a new vertical jumper, comes back, sets it all up, takes like ten minutes. Again. We're, we're just distracting time away from the entire event. The entire event was supposed to get over like noon. It didn't get over to like 1240, because, essentially because there was this lull between shuttle and three cone and, and, and positional just, just to watch Trenton Simpson do vertical and broad. Nine foot ten broad on five jumps. Vertical broke it. They get the new one. They come back. He jumps up. Big one. I don't know. Probably 36, 37 inches. They reset it. Jumps again. Wham. 40 and a half, 40 and a half foot vertical. I think he's 6'1", 235 pounds with the numbers that came in. Massive jump, massive jump. He glands, he goes, let me do it again. I'm going to get the whole stack because he had like three things left and it would have been a 42 inch vertical. He jumps up, misses him, 40 and a half, great day. It was very interesting though to look back and be like, why didn't he just do that in the first place? Why didn't he jump in the first place? 9, 10, 40 and a half. Like those are good numbers for, for a linebacker. Um, but this Bronco guy, like I said, this Bronco fucking scout was just digging to dig and get it out of Trenton Simpson. Um, so Trenton Simpson's numbers officially, I think we're six, eight, nine in the three cone, four, two, two in the shuttle, 40 and a half vertical and a nine foot 10 broad jump for Trenton Simpson on the day. He was the big, I guess, winner, you would say from the day. He looked fantastic. He's his just a pit bull body type. 235 pounds. I guess they'd say he's a little undersized for a middle backer, but we've seen uh, plenty of guys like Patrick Queen, who's probably going to be a close comparable for him on player profile, player profiler. 
Um, he's from the, the Charlotte area. He went to Clemson, obviously, which is only a couple hours from Charlotte. Uh, Carolina knows a ton about him. Um, at the combine, when I talked to him, he said that uh, one of the hardest QBs he had to spy in college was Malik Cunningham. said his best comparable was Isaiah Sp- Simmons from Arizona and Clemson. And then he said that he wanted to sack uh, Lamar Jackson. Uh, now, when they're going through positional drills after that, the coaches that were in attendance and mainly paying attention to him, Keith McGuire and Josiah Carlton, the two other linebackers at Clemson, but mainly him, uh, was a big contingent of Giants. Uh, John Egarugu, the Giants linebacker coach. Brian Cox, the Giants assistant defensive line coach. Jerome Henderson, the Giants D-backs coach. And Wink Martindale, uh, the defensive coordinator, all over the shoulder of John Egorugu the linebacker coach, as he led the workout for uh, Trenton Simpson, McGuire, and Carlton. Also, Coach Bobby King from Tennessee Titans. Uh, towards the end of that workout, like I said, that Aguaragu was running, uh, King put on a chest pad and arm dummies in the middle of the workout. I got some pictures on Twitter at Carpentier NFL. And he did his best Vrabel impression. I looked at him and was like, who the hell is this guy? He's like, he's kind of like, he doesn't look like Vrabel because Vrabel's massive, but King's big in his own right. And King jumped right in there, made Vrabel proud, and uh, he took some punishing blows from Trenton Simpson. Trenton Simpson had uh, some great extension. If you're looking here on the YouTube, you can see the video I'm putting or the picture I'm putting up. And that that's Bobby King. That's the the guy holding the pad is a is a is an NFL head coach uh, holding that pad right there. So shout out to him. Trenton Simpson had a great day, as I said. And the other one was Brian Brisset. These were the two big takeaways from the day. Uh, Miles Murphy did not work out. He did not do anything. Uh, some of the media contingent were kind of annoyed by that. They're like, well, good thing he didn't play in the pro day, or good thing he didn't play in the bowl game because he couldn't even be ready for this fucking pro day. Uh, but he will have a event by himself, a workout on April 4th for scouts. So we'll see. That's about three, four weeks away. Uh, Brian Brisset, though, and Jabril Robinson were the two defensive linemen that worked out. KJ Henry did not work out. Miles Murphy did not work out. Two guys I wanted to see. Obviously, Miles Murphy, I think, is a top 10 prospect in this class. Brian Brisset, however, uh, worked out for Marion Hobby, the Hobie Hobby, the Bengals defensive line coach who yesterday was at South Carolina. Uh, I was also at South Carolina. He was working out with Zach Pickens, um, the defensive lineman from South Carolina. He had Brian Brisset today, as well as Andre Patterson from the Giants. He was defensive line coach. He was defensive line coach for the Vikings. He was in attendance for Brisset. Pete on again, the quality control and defensive assistant for the Cowboys was on hand. Justin Hines, Bears assistant defensive line coach. Mike Tomlin for the head coach of the Steelers, obviously, and then Carl Dunbar, the Steelers defensive line coach. Those six were all in attendance and all in close quarters to these this workout for Brian Brisset, uh, the defensive tackle from the Clemson Tigers. Once thought of as a top 10 pick, now thought of more of as a top 50 guy. Um, Brisset had only glowing reviews from everybody. Um, Dabo Sweeney was asked on NFL Network, you know, what he thought of these three prospects because obviously the three five-star prospects in Simpson, Murphy, and Brisset. He said all three of them, their best football is ahead of them. They're five stars. They weren't built for Saturday. They were built for Sunday. Um, so that was very positive words coming from Dabo Sweeney, their head coach. Uh, it was overall it was a good day. Those were the two prospects, the two big takeaways from these guys. Uh, the twenty-yard shuttle, like I said, I had four-two-one for Trenton Simpson. Came out at four-two-two. Brian Bursay had four-four-zero on official. I had on the marker, so it had to be in that range for him at defensive line. That's pretty solid. Uh, Keith McGuire, the other linebacker at uh, Clemson, are at four-three-one. 
hit him there. 431 official, so that's not bad for McGuire. McGuire ran a 487 uh, in the 40 yard dash and a 491. So he's a little less athletic than than Trenton Simpson, who ran that 443 at the NFL combine. Um, but the numbers weren't bad. Another one that you rarely see is a kicker. Kicker. They did have a kicker at Clemson, BT Potter. Uh, he nailed everything inside of 50. Uh, better from the right hash than the left. The left hash, he pushed everything to the right, but he still was was making everything inside of 50. When he got to 55, he um, missed it from the left hash, missed it right. He pushed it right, and then from the right hash, sank it down the middle from 55. And then from 60, he went from dead center and missed it by about eight yards to the right. So that's BT Potter, the kicker. Um, on bench press, this is another one I'm going to move to. Luke Price, I know we're cooking here. Uh, we'll take a little break here. We'll come right back to to, to this tight end position because this tight end position wide receiver might take me just a minute, but um, let's take just a, a quick break and we'll hear something from one of our sponsors and we'll jump right back and we'll finish this pod in just a moment. All right, we're back. Luke Price, again, tight end. I want to talk about Davis Allen. Everybody knows who Davis Allen is um, for the Clemson Tigers. Davis Allen was at the senior bowl. He was at the combine, but Luke Price, Luke Price, Long hair, big beard. Who the hell is this guy? I'm talking to the media at Clemson. I said, you know, this guy wasn't on my radar. Who's this Luke Price guy? Because 29 bench reps was number one on the day. Five more than offensive tackle Jordan McFadden. Uh, one more than Brian Bersay, the defensive tackle I just talked about. Five more than K.J. Henry. He had the most on the day, did Luke Price, with 29 bench reps. Again, this guy is 6'2", 235. Obviously, he's just gilled up, like, you know, to the, to the top. Then he runs his 40, 5-3-5, and I was, what? That's not right. So I didn't write it down. I didn't tweet it. He comes back and runs the second 40, 5-3-1. I was like, damn, I thought I fucking misclicked the first time. But, yeah, so uh, Luke Price, very not fast uh, tight end. Um, do I think that there's a possibility that he's a, probably a walk-on again in the NFL? He was a walk-on at Clemson. He was a six-year guy that earned a scholarship. He's got that grinder mentality. You can see it in the strength in the weight room, but he just does not have the speed. He's got the the the, the opposite of speed, right? So uh, Luke Price, very interesting. Davis Allen didn't really do a ton. He didn't look very special out there. Joe Nada took his shirt off. He looked good without his shirt on. Joe Nada, the wide receiver that's been at Clemson for, I think, five years now. I've had his player page up on player profiler for about three of those five years. And uh, Nada looked good uh, in spurts, not great. He's a body catcher. He dropped a few easy whip routes and things like that. And uh, Hunter Johnson, the quarterback today, did not give him the, the best opportunities, but what he did do is he gave him opportunities. So not a guy what he could get, and that was about what that was um, in plain terms. The last one we'll finish up on here was Jordan McFadden, the offensive tackle uh, from Clemson. Big man, big bruiser. I had a positive note on Jordan McFadden from the NFL Combine. He got a 6-6 on the dog rating from the Combine. Uh, technique and power, run game, technique, power, technique. Said he's the chosen one. Um, I like what Jordan McFadden brings to the table. Uh, as I was watching, this was the final workout of the day. Mike Tomlin finally stepped up. Mike Tomlin and Omar Khan were in attendance. And uh, Tomlin kind of stayed back. He stayed back in the bushes for the majority of all these workouts. Um, obviously until Brisset came up, then he kind of was like in the area. And then when McFadden came up, 
Tomlin walked right up. He was within three feet of McFadden for that entire workout. He's kind of in the in the on deck circle, as I would say. And then Austin Gund, the offensive line coach from the Buffalo Bills, was the lead uh, coach for that workout. McFadden, if you've never seen him before, very large human from uh, Clemson. You can see him right here on the on the screen. Seventy one from the Clemson Tigers, uh, Tigger Tigers. Um, little brother's name is Tiger, so I always call him Tigger. That's kind of where that comes from. Um, but yeah, I thought McFadden had a good day. Showed some explosion, explosion. Blah, 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 blah. Showed them ex- some explosion. Showed some power, and showed the ability to kind of move in space uh, against KJ Henry, who was a guy that was holding the bags. KJ Henry didn't work out today. Instead, he held the bags for Jordan McFadden. But that was the day today. It was a lot of uh, a lot of prospects, um, interesting ones. Um, like I said, Trenton Simpson was the biggest one uh, at linebacker. I think he was the best player on the field. Miles Murphy didn't work out, so that kind of gives it to Trenton Simpson, in my opinion. Uh, Simpson's a guy that I think you can see range all the way from – I don't know if I pulled the board up right now, a player profiler. I don't know if my internet would be good enough. Again, we're not streaming tonight, so I thank you guys for all tuning in. Um, but the reason we're not streaming is because we got that uh, seven up and one – or uh, seven down, one up speed on the internet. But when you look at Jordan uh, – sorry – when you look at Trenton Simpson and you start to see where do you think Trenton Simpson could start to come off that board, um, the really the spot that starts to interest me at one point was that 23 spot to the Baltimore Ravens, but I think 24 to the Minnesota Vikings is kind of where you start to see Trenton Simpson's interest start getting actually uh, looked at because the Vikings are kind of in a weird rebuild spot. And really, depending on what they do the rest of the way and how they attack everything, Simpson could fit really well into this Vikings defense. And then you just keep on looking down there. There's tons of spot there. The Giants are at 26 as well at the end of at the end of round one. And then in round two, the Giants are back on the clock, not until 58. And I'm not sure he's going to be there at 58. So the Giants send a big contingent uh, out there to see Trenton uh, today. And I think that was uh, one of the things that you're going to notice. Simpson is going to be a guy that's talked about on day one, based on pure athleticism, uh, Brian Bursay will probably be a day two guy. Uh, and then Miles Murphy, who I know somebody mocked to like 31 in their last mock. I can't remember who it was. It was like Jeremiah or, or Matt Miller or someone like that. But they mocked him 31. I think 31's a bit of a reach uh, when you're talking about Miles Murphy because that's a projection guy. And you're not going to draft a guy like that at 31. He's not a Joe, a Joe Tryon. He's a, you know, he's he's not a Jermaine Johnson. He's, he's much more tuned in, much more of an athlete than those guys. So I think you're talking top 20 most definitely for a guy like miles Murphy. And I think top, I, I think he should be a top 10 guy. I think when you look at Chicago, you, you look at Atlanta, I think you look opposite of Max Crosby. I know that Chandler Jones is there, but you look at that spot in Las Vegas. Um, you look at Philadelphia. I think that that seven through ten spot is where Miles Murphy comes off the board, and I think multiple of these defensive edge, edge rushers do come off the board. Um, so yeah, so that is the grouping at the Clemson Pro Day, and kind of the guys that I was looking at most uh, tomorrow. I'll be at the uh, Georgia Pro Day for <clears throat> I'm in Athens right now. The Georgia Pro Day. We have not gotten a list of prospects. I'll be working out tomorrow. Um, it looks like the Colts will be in town to work out with Kelly Ringo, so it'll be interesting to see um, what happens with that. It looks like this will be on television on the SEC Network again. So Jordan Reed was on on, on, on account today where he uh, – Jordan Reed from ESPN was on with uh, the ACC Network, and he was live as well. Um, I still don't find a list for any of the prospects. It's just all the normal Georgia prospects should be working out. 
there's 122 NFL personnel, a school record on hand last year. Uh, I, th- I don't think that, that that'll be the case this year. I know there's a lot of prospects, but Belichick was in, star- in store last year. I'm trying to talk through, trying to look up this, trying to give you guys a good list of prospects. Yesterday, Clemson sent out a list ahead of time with the name of all the prospects that were going to be on hand. Um, but anyway, uh, I don't think that Jalen Carter will be there working out. He might. We'll see what happens because he didn't test in Indianapolis. It'd be nice to see Jalen Carter uh, get a good workout in. And then uh, just a number of other guys from Kelly Ringo on down. Uh, but yeah, we'll be at the Georgia Pro Day on Wednesday. March 15th, today was Clemson. appreciate you guys all tuning in, tapping in tomorrow night. I'll be back home and hopefully doing this show live. I don't know if I can get home in time to do it at 6.30. Uh, it looks like the pro day is going to go over at noon to 12.30, and i got a six-hour drive ahead of me. So shooting for 6.30, it may not be till like 9.30 after the writer's roundtable. But this has been the Future Cast. I'm Cody Carpenter. You can find me on Twitter at CarpenterNFL. Until tomorrow, this has been the Future Cast. I appreciate you guys.